Shoe Dog by Phil Knight. One sentence summary. Shoe Dog is the autobiography of Nike's founder Phil Knight, who at last decided to share the story of how he founded one of the most iconic, profitable and world-changing brands in the world. My favorite quote from the author is, The only time you must not fail is the last time you try. Phil Knight. It's very rare for a person like Phil Knight to elude the public spotlight for so long. In fact, I don't recall knowing who founded Nike until earlier this year, when debating the topic with my family and googling it. At the time he founded Nike, back then called Blue Ribbon, in 1964, Phil had no idea what this crazy plan of his would turn into, how much it would change the world and that it would make him the 50th, 15th richest person on the planet. However, until now, much of the company's history, many early decisions and a lot of Phil's personal life hadn't been well covered publicly at all. But as time progressed, towards him stepping down as the company's chairman, which he did in June 2016, he knew a memoir was in order. This is it and it was published in April of 2016. Here are three lessons from Phil Knight's life about how he built Nike, the most valuable sports brand in the world. 1. If you're young and don't have much to lose, it's best to go for broke. 2. Get a mentor and partner on board who will believe in you and complement your skills. 3. Don't tell people how to do things, let them do the, their thing. Have a crazy idea for a business to start? Well, let's turn to Phil Knight to see how you can make it a reality and have fun along the way. Shoe Dog, Lesson 1. You only get a few chances to start something crazy, so go for broke when you're young. This answers the question, should I take more risks when I'm younger? Phil Knight has always loved sports. He loved following them and he loved doing sports. As a kid, he once had a summer job tabulating the day's sports scores for a newspaper during the night shift, which would then be published in the next day's paper. Every morning after work, he ran home, seven miles. After later graduating college and entering Stanford Graduate School of Business, one of his professors described the character of an entrepreneur and Phil instantly recognized himself. As the class required writing a business plan to pass, Phil wrote a paper called Can Japanese Sports Shoes Do to German Sports Shoes What Japanese Cameras Did to German Cameras? Even though nobody was all that impressed with the paper, Phil became obsessed with the idea of selling Japanese high-end, low-cost running shoes in the United States. So on his post-graduation trip around the world, he made a stop in Japan. There, in Kobe, he discovered the Tiger brand, made by Onitsuka. You know, the ones Yuma Thurman wears in Kill Bill. And fell in love with it. Figuring he was already there, young and had nothing to lose, he made a cold call to the CEO, Mr. Onitsuka, who agreed to meet with him. And gave him the distribution rights for the Western United States to sell Onitsuka Tiger shoes. Startled by his own success, Phil randomly blurted out, uh, Blue Ribbon when Onitsuka asked him for the name of his company. And just like that, he was in business. It sure doesn't happen often this way, but when you're young, don't know what else to do, you might as well go for broke and give your craziest idea a shot. It just might work. Shoe Dog, Lesson 2. Get someone who can be your mentor and partner and will believe in you and bring valuable skills. This answers the question, who should be the first person that I try to hire for my business? While sealing the initial deal had been as simple as showing up at Mr. Onitsuka's door, getting the initial samples wasn't. The first 300 pairs took over a year to be delivered, during which Phil worked as an accountant. 
When Phil finally got the shoes, one of the first people he mailed two pairs to was Bill Bowerman, his former running coach at the University of Oregon, hoping to get a sale and a powerful testimonial. To Phil's surprise, Bill didn't stop at that and instead offered to become his partner and take care of product design. Having his mentor now as, as a partner and seeing that he too believed in Phil's idea was one of the things that gave Phil the confidence to create the company exactly as he saw fit. And that's what made it the honest, hardworking, caring brand we know today. The first year, Phil sold the shoes out of the trunk of his car, a green Plymouth Valiant, at track meetups across the country and grossed $8,000 in 1963. Bill didn't just help with encouragement though. Soon it would become clear that Bill's skill set would be crucial for the company's success too. Shoe Dog, Lesson 3 Just tell people what to do and let them figure out the how. Encourage everyone to be themselves. This answers the question, how should I treat my employees and what kind of company culture should I try to create? When working with people, the most successful ways seem to lie at the extreme ends of the spectrum. Tell them how to do everything or don't tell them anything, except the result you want. Phil Knight chose the latter, something he learned from General Patton. Don't tell people how to do things, tell them what to do and let them surprise you with the results. Phil always wanted to let people be themselves. And Bill? He was a true shoe dog. He was obsessed with shoes and making them better. When Phil was running for Bill, Bill would always use him as a guinea pig to test new shoe materials, tweaks and improvements. Bill would tear apart a shoe, piece it back together and try to make it lighter, better and more of an asset to the runner, rather than a necessary liability. He even built a shoe with fish skin instead of leather ones. At the time, Bill also started coaching popular runners and future Olympians, helping to sell more shoes. And when Phil mailed Bill's first modified shoe prototype, the Cortez, to Onitsuka, suggesting they manufacture it, they landed the first big commercial hit. This hands-off management style would continue to add to Blue Ribbon and then Nike's success. Hiring great people and letting them do their thing is one of the core parts that made Nike, well, Nike. My personal takeaways from Shoe Dog for 2017. I am really happy when people like Phil Knight decide to share their story in a form in the form of a memoir after all. I know many people including him, Steve Jobs, uh, Sam Walton, um and probably a lot of others I can't think of right now, decided to write autobiographies very late in their lives. Ah uh, Warren Buffett's another one, for example. And so because such mega successes, such extreme outliers have so many valuable ideas to share, it would be very sad to not have at least them tell their story from their own perspective. So the first lesson here is that when someone mega successful like Phil Knight publishes a memoir, go and get it and try to read it and get the info because you'll very rarely get your hands on such valuable material. The second thing I'd like to talk about is I don't know how young or old you are or how young you consider yourself to be, but the first lesson about encouraging yourself to go for broke when you're young and you don't have much to lose, I think is even more important today. Because today we have even even less to lose than we used to. For someone like Phil Knight to go to Japan <clears throat> back all the way back at those years after he graduated college, I think it was in the 70s? No, 63 was the first year he started. So before that, so probably even the 50s, he went to Japan 
and got this crazy deal. And it was insane, I mean, to show up at a huge company CEO store and say, hey, I want to talk to you, hey, I want to sell your shoes. That is real risk right there. The risks we face today, ever since the internet came around, is ridiculous. It's nothing compared against that. So whether you're young and you think your thing is really risky and whether you should spend that extra year between a bachelor's and a master's degree and go travel abroad or try to start a business or take some time off, or take six months of work to do a sabbatical, or whatever that is, I highly encourage you, please, please do it if it takes that kind of time. And if not, you can always try to start something on the side because the risk part is very, very, uh, very, very small compared to what it used to be all the way when the great businesses of today started. So I hope that it'll encourage you to at least try to do something on the side. And thanks for listening.